my name's Beth God. I'm with Vertical Web. Um, and like Sandra said, we've been doing this for about three years now, her and I, and we're going to start uh, 2022 off um, with a where do we go, what do we do, how do we get there kind of a talk tonight. Um, there's some real key points that Google's really targeted in on. Um, I Our whole purpose for being here is to help you learn how to be number one on Google. Um, the difference between being number one and number five is about 80% difference in traffic. So you always want to try to occupy the first spot in Google if you can. If you're a local business, you always want to try to be in the map pack if you can. So we, this is kind of where we're at. And when I look out at the beginning of any year, I start to look and see where do I think we're heading? Where are we going? What do we need to get there? And where is Google at? And there's some real um, because we're a month in, there's been some very um, interesting and clear signals in the beginning of January that really have given me a very strong idea of where we're going. So I'm going to kind of gear the talk to that um, this evening so that you guys can start to make plans. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to start to do these things and over the course of the year that you'll get on point with where they want you to be and what they want you to be doing, meaning Google, okay? Um, a lot of times people look and, you know, they, they try other avenues and other means, but at the end of the day, by not paying attention to your website, not getting it placed on the first page, I, I think you guys are missing a heck of an opportunity when that happens. I mean, basically your website, um, can be another employee on some level because we're all in a, a crunch now to find employees. I, I haven't talked to a small business yet that doesn't have a, a workforce shortage for one reason or another. And your website can be a sales tool. It can be an automation tool. It, there's multiple different things that your website can achieve for your business. Um, and, you know, if people are calling to ask questions and we can put the answers to those questions on a website and they can be found, um, that leaves you more calls that you can, more phone time that you can call somebody um, for a sales call. If somebody comes through your website as a sales lead, that maybe is one less networking event you have to go to. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits here. Um, and with the way the, the way the things are working now and coming out of COVID and coming out of a COVID world, um, we, we kind of live in a little bit different landscape. And, and, and the focus should be towards your website. The um, question from Jenny, she says, when you're able to answer me, I would like to know if this online class that we're having tonight is suitable for me being in the trucking industry. So the you... answers, yeah, and I, I wanted to make sure that that she wasn't talking. I had answered actually kind of answered that back, but um, the uh, the answer is yes. I mean, yes, if you, you yeah, it, it, this applies to anybody with a small business or a midsize business, even an enterprise business. But the fact of the matter, we probably don't have Exxon or Walmart sitting in the room. So but long story short is um, where, where, where I'm coming from is that you, the attention and time that you put into your website can actually work out um, and help you uh, be far more pro growth um, in what you do and how you do it. So I, I just want everybody to understand kind of this is a really important thing. And I think um, the, you know, the, the web and the internet and since web 2.0 it's become a little bit more diversified, meaning, you know, some people are over on social, some people have websites, some people are bloggers. I think what you're going to see is that the web over time is going to start to coalesce um, back to 
uh, having a web, a web presence that each one of us has, and then use these other services to support sideways. This question said, how do I know if a website's done correctly? Well, um, there's a lot of different things. I'm going to go through some of them tonight. Um, the chances are, if you're asking me that question, you probably already know that it's not. Um, there's a lot of things that need to be done. That's partly what this clinic is about. Um, and then, of course, you know, we do free audits anytime you want. So, I mean, there is that aspect to this, too. I, I have no problem taking a look at somebody's website. Half the time I do it here. Sometimes I do it offline, but I'm always an available resource for you guys. Um, and, uh, you know, so don't ever be afraid to, you know, come and, and, and talk to me about any of this kind of stuff. And we'll see what we can do to help you. But with that said... Um, I want you to uh, look at some certain areas tonight um, and where I see Google going and some changes that they've made. So at the end of the year, they started to talk about um, what they felt made a good experience for an end user. And they honed in on um, website speed. And the website speed is dictated by several different things that I'm gonna, I want to give you the parts of and the pieces of tonight. And then I'm also going to tell you where to go check your own website. Um, so, so, you know, that's a, that's a something there too. Um, so first of all, I'm going to open my sheet screen share here and we're going to come here and we're going to go to web.dev. And this is kind of where I'm going to start my story tonight. So about a year ago, Google started like making noise about how fast your website was. Um, and, and that's going to be defined a few different ways. And I'll, I'll explain that to you in just a second. But um, they started making noise about how fast the website was. And what that meant is we don't count it today, but eventually we're going to count it. Well, January is when they started counting it. So if you guys, your website is not fast, you got, you're immediately, you, you're at a, almost a full stop. Okay. Because it becomes a big uh, problem. Um, if it's, if it's going slow. So let me tell you some of the factors of that, and then we can kind of run through some tests. So there's a two prong, two, maybe three prong, uh, situation with this. The one thing that influences it is your website. The other is what is the platform that you use to build the website on? Okay. Or your web, your web host rather. So your web hosting company can affect how fast your website goes. I don't know if you guys all realize that or not. They can come in, they can throttle it. They may have an overpopulated machine. There's multiple different things that one can do to make sure your website goes slower than what it was intended to go. So your web hosting company is an integral part in how well your website ranks now. And in part, that's why I rebranded the company because for many years, um, we would talk about marketing, but we actually had a full-blown hosting company. So I said, you know, with this all coming on, I need to start telling people that, you know, we have the complete package that's need to make it work. I guarantee you, if you go look at any of the big box hosting companies, your website is not as fast as it, as it should be. The machines are overpopulated. The webs, the pipes on them, how fast them, how much bandwidth that they allow a website to take at any given point in time um, is slowed. They are not there to make sure that you have the fastest experience on the planet. So with that said, 
um, you got to start to look at how fast your website is. So let me stick, I'm going to stick my, my own in here and I never know what's going to happen. So um, let's do it and let's see what we get. So first of all, I would go put your website in this tool here and see how bad it scores before we go to anything. All right, this says no, I not, haven't started yet because of the financial obligations. I have invested all I have, but now I'm out of money to finish it up. The necessity for my trucking. Uh, you, you need to have, a, if you're asking the question of do you need to have a website, the answer is yes. And it, and it needs to be a priority. Um, just as much as a trucking license, it needs to be a priority. Now, is there cheap ways to do it? Yes, it would require you to do a lot of that work. Um, and that's okay. I mean, it's, there's nothing to, there's nothing to say that. I mean, we've got lots and lots of people running around that do their own. It's partly why I run this clinic. Um, because if you don't have the money to pay somebody, then you need to know what you're doing. That's what we're here for. Um, that's one of the reasons we run this thing. So another is if you have a company, do you even know if they're doing a good job or not? So that's a, that's a whole second set of problems. Those are two different types of people, but I've got people in here all over from everything from A to Z going on in here with this. So what's, all right. what's the, link? Ahead, you put the link to that website? Uh, in, in Web.dev. It's web.dev. So hold on a minute. Web.dev. Okay. Okay. Scroll down. If it says no data found, you see mine says no data found too, but you got to scroll down to the diagnosis and performance issue problems. Okay. So just scroll down. So mine here, this is, this is my site at the moment. Um, and I'm going to leave it on mobile. I'm at a 58. I'm not super happy with 58. I'm not super sad with 58. Okay. I would like it to be a little bit better, but um, there's, I've been making some changes and I run a live chat on the front of mine. Um, and because I run that live chat, it tends to slow a lot of things down. So I always have to go in and um, kind of factor that in my thought process. But what I want to show you is the couple things that your web hosting company affects. One is the time to interact. One is your page speed. Okay. So know that those two numbers are affected effectively. Um, your web hosting company kind of stops and starts some of that. How long does it take for that website to load? Now, if you notice, they're doing it on a 4G slow throttling system here. Um, and uh, so, um, you know, they're not putting it in an idea normal situation. They're kind of almost going to the worst case scenario. When you switch to desktop, you'll notice I'm at a 90. And you notice all those numbers turn to green pretty much um, from the hosting side of it, okay? Um, so I'm going to kind of go down what each one of these are. So just so you have a 5,000 foot view of it, but if you're not compliant with the, um, with the page speed and the core vitals, you have a problem. Okay. What I'll tell you is that there's a, most hosting companies don't pass this at all. There's very few, um, that can pass it without some interaction and, um, most hosting plans, especially your three and five and nine dollar hosting plans, you're not going to pass this with that level of a with that level of service. So, um, I I have another question here. Thanks. Is are people able to do this with apps as well? Yeah, I was wondering what that was meaning. Like, you mean if you have like a web app that's on your iPhone, 
that's not what I'm talking. I'm solely talking about a website here. Um, and I don't, uh, I don't have a web uh, or know how to get a web to advertise when I actually start working on my truck. Okay. Well, if you hang out here longer here, you'll start to buy a clue on how do you do all this. It will, well, we work with everybody from ground up around here. So, um, and then it's, that's good. So this one just said, I did mine and I'm on 60 in performance. Is that good? So the question I have is 60 in performance on mobile or 60 in performance on desktop? Because that's a big difference. So we'll see what the answer is, what that comes back to be. So I want to, want to kind of talk about this. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I didn't answer. So somebody else said, please, what is the website to check the performance of my website? It's web.dev. I'm putting it in the chat. So web, W-E-B dot D-E-V. That's the actual website address. And scroll, okay. down, scroll down when you get that initial um, message that it sounds like it's not working, right? What was that initial message that you got to scroll down past? Yeah, it's just it's it says there's not enough information on on the on the desktop. I have enough information on mobile. I don't because our website mostly everybody comes to our set website comes with um, a mobile with a with a desktop um, because all right, I'm sure it's working. Let's go see what this so, one's. So if you see not enough data, just scroll down more. There will still yeah, tell scroll you down. Yeah, hold on. This one, they, somebody just passed, posted this one here. I'm doing it now. Let me see what it's doing. So now we're doing somebody else's. Um, yeah, I just grabbed another one. So mobile is a 19. You got big problems on that. Desktop's a 73. That's that's okay. But you need to put the time in on fixing the mobile. So we're going we're gonna to kind of talk about this here in a second as soon as I, I run this one here. And then we'll talk about it. No, let's see. They encountered a problem. So this, the fact that you can't even pull it up is a problem. That is a definite problem right out of the box. Okay. It's because your web address is not www. Let's go back and see if that works. Selena put hers in. You can try that if you like. No, and I, what I don't want to do is spend the whole night running everybody's website. I, I, I really kind of want everybody to do their own. Okay. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll do this. Hold on. Let me see if this fixes it. Oh, I like that question. Anonymous, anonymous attendee, can you put in the chat who you are? Because we, we tend to like knowing who we're talking to. All right, that the the, the anonymous attendee person, I'll, I'll come back to that. Okay, guys, I want to kind of stay on point here a second, because that question's a little off point. I'll answer that. Okay. There's a problem with this, this website, okay? Um, meaning the one that just gave me, what I want everybody to do is put their own websites in. Okay. Um, and then it'll give you an answer. If you want to put your scores here, I can kind of evaluate it real quick. Um, but what I, what I, there's something wrong with this, this particular website. I don't, and I'll have to troubleshoot it beyond, I don't want to sit here and trouble, troubleshoot a website. 
if you have a 70 on mobile, you're doing really good. 100 on desktop. Great job. That's to Selena Rosetta. So she did a good job with hers. Okay, so wait, we're going fast here. So let me see. This so, says, the anonymous question is for Jennifer, from Jennifer. Um, so we'll handle that later, though, as you said. Yeah, it, it, let's not. All right, so hold on. Apparently, there's one more than mine was about the cookies. Anna has a good one, too. 87 on uh, on uh, mobile and 99 on desktop. Yeah, that's another good one. But then you see this one's, I got a 32 on mobile. All mm -hmm. right, so... Um, and then 74 on mobile. So, you know, the, the, the thing is, and it depends on like right now, I know my site's getting hammered just because um, you you all are here. So I, I have some of that going on. So I know that's a problem. But um, at the end of the day, uh, you want to be, you want to try to be, you know, 70, 80 on your, your mobile if you can be. And then you should be 90 plus on desktop. And if you're not, there's several problems there. So first thing I'm going to say, is what is the size of your images? So they'll go, and I'm gonna, let me, let me kind of put mine back in here. Um, and we'll, and I'll show you. So there is um, images on your website and depending on how big you make them, depends on how bad or how good you score. Um, we're, 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 you know, you gotta go through this and this time I got a 61, so I'm moving back up in the world. So it, it's, it, it looks to see how long it takes your web server to respond. It looks to see what is the size of your images. Um, if it's going slow, you may need to put a cache on it. So those are all parts and functions from a web hosting um, angle, okay? Um, on stuff that passed, and I'm gonna move to the stuff that passed here for a second, okay? You'll see that, my images are properly sized. You see that the images are four and five kilobytes. Um, they're not big and bulky. They're not. Um, if your image, if your image is over fifty kilobytes, you need to rethink that image. And I am saying kilobytes. I am not saying megabytes. I am saying kilobytes. All right. And that's an that's an important thing to know about. Um, each one of these. Um, even things like if you're running a video, there's scripting that you have to put over the top of a video so that video um, loads, it shows and loads better. 50, 50 KB, yeah, 56 KB. I'm really giving you the right, the right number when I say that. Everything should load in very quickly. Um, all your images should be, you know, 50, 60 K. When they start to get bigger than that, that's a lot. Um, so, um, all right, so Jenny, you should have a website. It's not what, how your business should fit in. It is, you, this, so the question is, I'm trying to find out how my, how my business fits here, okay? This is about, you should have a website, you need to make a website, and then once you make a website, what we're now talking about, how do we make that website work for the business, okay? So the reason, the reason you fit in here is because every small business should have a website. Okay. And that's like pretty much period mic drop. Everybody should have a website. You shouldn't be using your HAR. You shouldn't be using Facebook. You shouldn't be using Instagram to have your basic web presence. You need to have it. You need to own it. And that's just, that's just the right way to do it. So, okay. I'm not, this is not how to make a website class. Um, we do have classes for that. 
okay? And we're, we'll have, we do have classes that oversee that. So just learn what we're talking about tonight so you don't make the mistakes when it comes time to build one. All right, and that, that, that should get you, see? Okay, so that'll get you to where you're in good shape. Okay, so everybody needs to test their website, see how fast it is, all right? It needs to load fast, yeah. See, 53 on mobile is respectable. 87 on desktop, I'd like to see it a little bit faster. But overall, that those kind of numbers are okay. Sometimes I walk up on a website and the, and the website is, you know, scoring an eight or a 13 or something along those lines. Um, so the thing is, um, the, the next part of this is, so you have your web hosting company and they affect it. Um, your platform also affects it. So what I mean when I say that is, um, are you using WordPress? And if so, are you using it efficiently? If you're using Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, web.com, all those other things, um, those are not good for other reasons. They may score well on the speed test. Um, but they're not good for a whole bunch of other reasons that we can talk about, okay? But understand, um, just from a pure speed, yeah, see this one's here is 22. From a pure speed standpoint, you may need to make sure that your files are loading, that time to first byte is low, um, how long does it take to load in, that you're not using a bloated theme, that you're not putting things together wrong, um, and... And this is the tool that they're using. So when you come here and you put this in, and if you're in the red, you're, you know that your website is now being penalized um, because it is not fast enough, all right? Um, ideally, they just started counting desktop. For me, that's a good thing because we, we are mostly desktop-centered uh, people. Um, I don't, you know, a lot of web mobile web searches now are about 50 50 but when it comes from the hosting end they're still mostly done from a laptop or a desktop so my desktop version for me is more important than a mobile version um now monica just added asked a really good question she said i'm wondering what platform all these are scoring on it's interesting because it's a process of getting my website done by card setters okay I don't know, is card setters building it in WordPress? Because if they're not, then that right there is a problem in and of itself, okay? Um, and what she's saying is a platform, is she saying, are you using WordPress? Are you using Wix? Are you using Shopify? What are you using? Not who is your hosting company, all right? So understand what is under the hood that makes the website run, not, not what are you, what are, where are you and what are you doing, okay? So with WordPress, Okay, um, the WordPress part of this becomes a much more important and much more important aspect of it. You need some things on there that make sure that you have a nice lean theme, that you don't have a lot of bloat, which is where I see the problem with most people that have WordPress websites is that they put a lot of plugins in and it really starts to bloat it out. And frankly, mine's starting to get that way. So I, I need to actually drop back. I had the uh, one of my staff do something to this website today. So it took a little bit of a hit. So I'm going to need to go back now and go see what they did and how do I undo it? Because it needs to be, it needs to be fast. It must stay fast. So um, as long as you're using WordPress, I'm going to tell you that WP um, Rocket is a really big way to help you 
um, to get and meet these core vitals. If you're using WP Rocket, great, great for you. Um, it's pretty easy to use. Um, it's easy to configure um, and it doesn't make um, a lot of issues. I need to see what the largest colorful paint is. So on, on mine, one of the things it's saying is I have a really big element somewhere and I'm going to have to go look for it because it, it's, it's saying the largest, the largest image I have, I must have a really big image that got stuck up there again that I didn't know about. Um, it may have been the blog post today. Um, your numbers are good. GoDaddy has other problems. Um, there are problems within GoDaddy. Uh, I, I have had websites that I've taken off their server and simply put on one of my servers and the website went up by 30% just simply be by moving it. Um, so there are a lot of, there can be a lot of problems with them. Um, and they're very interesting because they're, they're good until they're not. And then they're a problem. And then they're, actually they're a nightmare. Um, so there is that. It says, I've been told that GoDaddy works. So my numbers are pretty good. Is the SEO problem more? All right. So um, let's, let's kind of lay a baseline here. Okay. So if your numbers are good, that's the first hurdle that you have to get over. There's other hurdles. Okay. And I'm, I want to kind of go over all the hurdles tonight. Um, before I go, I do want to read this cookie question here before we go and move past this. I'm curious about the cookie pop-ups found in most websites. I hate when you can't proceed or it's difficult. Is it okay to let people choose not to? Yes, it's okay. Here's the thing, and this is way off topic, but there's uh, rules in Europe that you have to put those warnings there. Um, and if you don't, a European citizen can sue your company for a privacy breach. The interesting part about that is um, here in the United States, you might say, um, I'm, you know, I, I'm in the United States. What do I have to worry about that? So I'm going to give you an example. I don't want to freak everybody out here, but I, I am, I'm was born in Italy and I am a naturalized American citizen. I know you can't tell from talking to hearing me talk or anything, but um, I'm a naturalized American citizen. The thing is that technically I'm still a citizen in the EU. So when I go to a website, if it's in violation, I could turn around and decide to sue. So even though I'm in the United States, you don't know who came from where. So those those warnings are very important. You can um, still allow them to proceed without accepting, um, but they made that choice and you have that choice recorded. So just there is a lot of complexity to the GRDP laws. Hate it or not, you really need to have it. Okay, so that's what that's that's all about. If you don't want to take them, don't don't accept them. They should still let you go forward. Um, I, most places still let you go forward. Um, yeah. As it relates to a service, go ahead. What? No, I'm sorry. If you're still working on that same question, I don't want to interrupt. I'm done with that question. I'm going to the next one that says, oh. as it relates to a service agreement for a website designer. Would terms be specific before the construction begins to let the legal account? Huh? All right. I don't even know what that, what you're asking. Should I seek the legal account? Is it it's a web service agreement? Terms should be specific. Yeah, you should have all your stuff worked out ahead of time. I don't, I'm not sure what you're asking me. All right. And then the last one said, do you know what that means? They're saying, if, if they're asking, they, they want to know whether they should get a legal counsel from SCORE. Uh, the, as it relates to the service agreement for the website designer, would so I guess that when they're, if, I think what it means is they're they're trying to retain someone to design their website, and, and there's a service agreement. 
should terms be specified before the construction begins? I would imagine yes. Yes. And and then uh, if you, I don't know if school will give you legal counsel on on reviewing a service agreement. Uh, but uh, if is John Harris here, like he usually is. Mm -mm. Uh, Barbara's here. Uh, Barbara, do you want to answer that or pose an answer to that? Uh, we can check check in with score um, if we don't hear from Barbara or John Harris about that. But while we're a little off topic here, I'm also just going to say I, I had promised to put some information about the HC Mattress Max School of Selling in the chat. So I'm going to do that. So you can cut and paste it and look at it later if you find that information will be helpful to you. Um, keep on going though, Beth. That's, everybody's pretty engaged here. So okay, all right. So the next one says. Um, a preferred method to reduce the size of photos and images with a digital camera that are okay. So this is what I do. And I, when I do photos with my camera, I've, I've gotten to a point in my life that I'm taking all the pictures pretty much from my website. So I go out and take the picture. It comes in. It's a 52 meg raw file out of my digital camera. I come in, download it. I move it to, to Canva. And I, I change it to a JPEG in Canva and that shrinks it almost automatically. The other thing you do is you shrink the size of it. So if you look at the diameter of a picture that, um, that was done uh, on a digital camera of any size, whether it be even my little pocket Canon one, they're all huge. So you take it and if you look at the pixels across, they may be 4,000, 6,000, 10,000, 20,000 knock it all the way back to 1500. Well, the second you do that, that collapses the file size right out of the box without any loss of any type of um, pixelation or anything. So we're going to start there. Okay. From there, I take it, I go stick it into Canva. And when I put it into Canva, I then have Canva do a compression on it, which knocks it down. And then my server does another level of compression on it. And then I have a thing that's called Im Imagify or something. I have to get the exact name for it. And it will go through and it compresses it again. So most of the images, on, if not all, the images on my website right now are um, a pro I'm trying to look for the list. There's a list in here somewhere. Um, but all the images on my website are just way, 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 tiny, 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 tiny size images. Um, and you can, you can kind of start to see the images. There's four total requests. They're 50 each, 50 times four is 200. So they must be just a little bit bigger there, but overall you want to have everything as small, as small as possible. Okay. Um, and just kind of walk down and walk through it. Yes, WordPress does, but I'm going to tell you, it says, the, the question was, does WordPress have a feature to compress photos? The answer is not natively, um, but a couple things. One is, and I, I'm going to say, uh, the web hosting company, um, what we do is we actually have the web server do compression when it updates, when it uploads the file. It's transparent to you guys, um, and and you don't you don't and you guys won't see it. It's just a little bit. It takes it a second to go and upload. Um, hang on a minute. Let me load this in, and I'll show you. I have a service. It's pretty much unlimited. Um, 
see if it's here. Let's do it from here. This is my the back end of my WordPress blogs. Um, Canva's the bomb. I use it for everything, to be honest with you. So you see, this is the one I, we're using, okay? Um, I, I'm using this Imagify, and what it does is it goes in and it smashes every image. So I just put this one up today. You'll see it's 60 KB for my local. I put this up yesterday or the day before and it's 60 KB. All right. So when I put it up, it's, it smushed it. And then you can see it. I can even tell it re-optimized to ultra. I can tell it to re-optimize to normal or restore the original image, but it, and it'll even let you compare one to the other. You can't really even see a difference between the two when I, when you look at it there. Now I understand you're coming through Zoom, so there's that aspect. But I promise you, you can see there's no speakable difference between those two those two images. All right, so that's the service I use. Um, I think it's nine dollars a month, and it's any URL you can use. So I've been I've been pretty pretty happy with it. This one here, I have had. This is the only one that I ever end up having trouble with which is to try to do the print off the Google images. Um, so I, that I will say, let me see if I, and I have it set to, 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 to do them aggressively. So this one, it saved like 10% of the file size just by compressing it. So um, I'm strongly gonna urge, use a web host that, that smashes the photos down and then put something like this Imagify program in and let it do more because I, I think it's well worth the time to, to have it done. I don't ever really, you know, maybe that's what it is. Maybe this image on this Gasso Chem website is so big that, because it took it a long time to load that in. All right, anyway, um, and watch your sliders because your sliders can be huge. Okay, so only could help make a decision trying to design a logo for years now. Oh yeah, I, I will say that that you have to know what you're doing in Canva for it to actually make a difference, meaning that you have to know what your decision is. It, it doesn't do it for you. So go ahead and like something like uh, that, that software. But again, your web hosting company, I'm stressing that because it, it should be doing it for you. And if it's not, or doing at least some of it for you. And if it's not, then, you know, that's a, that's a discussion all onto itself. But I want you to know that the speed of your website, what you will need to walk away with tonight is the speed of that website and how fast that website comes up and how well you score on this core vitals is now a ranking factor on how well your website does. So even if you do everything else that I tell you exactly perfect, but your website's slow, you're not going very far, very fast. Okay. So that is the first part of this. Okay. The next thing that I want to talk about is technical uh, technical SEO, um, and this seems to be something else that Google's heading towards this year. So I want to kind of touch on what those points are um, across the board. One of them is this Core Vitals. Okay, so some people will say Core Vitals is on its own. Others will say technical SEO is part of the website. But basically, the technical SEO is how well the website's put together. Okay, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm using my own website tonight because I just built this thing. So it is 100% correct. Whereas, you know, like as, as when you put a page up 
over time, that page may not be as correct. So it kind of gets grandfathered in, but it's not 100% spot on. The pages on this website, all the new pages that we put up, they're spot on for what I want it to do. And I mean, when I start to look at it, this thing went up on January 1st and it's still, it's already ranking on like 2000 terms in a very short period of time. So I want to kind of walk down what I did here from the technical aspect. If you do not have a website that is structured and meet the criteria that I'm about to lay out, you need to start to think about how you're going to get that implemented and what you're going to do. Okay, so just understand that that this next part is going to basically talk about structure and what you need to do. Um, and if you don't do this, then, you know, again, this is another one of those things. And they seem to be cracking down hard on this. So let's start at the top. So when we sat down and we said, how did we want to structure this website? And what was our website about? We had to ask ourselves, and I want you to ask yourself, what is your business about? Okay, what do you do differently and what makes you an expert in the field that you're in? Okay, what services that you offer and what is the niche that maybe is attached to that? Okay, so I started thinking about how did I want to do this? And I, I will tell you that this web marketing one was a definite problem for me. And I'll explain to you why in a second. But we knew we did web hosting. So that would became the first thing. We knew we did web design web marketing became a problem because we actually do SEO. But because we had this web in our name, I had to come up with something that kind of had web to it. So we took the web marketing in there. Um, so understand what, what that, what that I had to actually alter the keyword and made the decision to do so on this, on this one particular tree. So I outlined all the things that we did. I noticed I didn't put a services tab there and stick them under. I could have done it that way, but I opted not to because I felt like having these in the navigation as the keywords were mostly um, one of the more important parts of the technical assembly of the website. The other thing that I did is I created three different silos. And what I mean when I say that I created three separate and individual channels um, to put stuff in. I'd, I'd say I, I created three verticals, but which is kind of what I did. But the, the reality is I took what my services were and put them into three separate buckets. Where I'm slightly off is on this web marketing word. It should say web design, web hosting, and SEO services. Okay, I, I'm well aware that that doesn't say that. The other thing is you notice I didn't take uh, I didn't take the opportunity to stick these things on this navigation bar the 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 same on the same level. If you notice the print is smaller um, and it's tucked up here at the top, I'm sending a signal to Google that these are just tertiary things that a website has that are important to this business but they're not of the level. And if you notice, I did it with size, okay? Now, optically to you, you can see these smaller, but I actually used H tags on these three that in your web building software, it says H1, H2, H3, or just a regular paragraph. I opted to go 
with um, using the H tags on these because it sent a solid signal to Google that these were the three things that this website was about. So think about it like a table of contents or a section header in a textbook. You know, you may have, um, you know, like if you took a history textbook, you might have, you know, the 1500s, you might have the 1700s, you might have the American Revolution. They're the pieces that are subdivisions of the whole. So understand what I'm asking you to do. This important, this concept in setting that silo upright is extremely important. And if you don't set it upright, you have a problem. So they are, no, they are not. So this person, Mike Harris asks, are they H1s, H3s? So let me give you the rule of thumb. You can only have one H1, okay? Um, just know that, live it, learn it, love it, whatever, one H1, okay? These are actually, I think, three H2s is what I did here on them. And I carried that consistently through the page, all right? So understand, somebody said, what is an H tag? So when you look in your web editing software, uh, let me open this in a new window. If I decide I'm going to edit this page, let me add a new page and we'll just do it this way because it's going to be easier. You'll notice I have a choice over here, heading one, two, three, four, five, six. So let's talk about what that is because this is very important. Okay. That H123456 back in the original days of HTML when we were all coding sites by hand, they were the equivalent of a headline, okay? So you would go in and you would make your headline one, you would, and that would be something really big that you were screaming. If you came down a little bit lower, you might use an H2 and H3 and so on down the pike. What ended up happening is the web designers got a hold of this stuff and they started using it for sizing elements down the page for dramatic effect and got away from using it the way it was intended, which is this is the most important point. This is the secondary most important point and so on down the pike. Okay. And I can probably pick any one of your websites and open it right now. And I guarantee you those H1s, 2s, 3s are wrong. They may be saying something like, we are the best. I've seen that. Or we, we put our heart into all we do. Um, it, it, they have nothing to do with what your website is about, okay? And it's most very important that those H1, H2, H3s that are over here translate out to be what is your most important point. So if you look at this line here, that line there is an H1 on my site. And that is intentional because that is the most important thing about this website. Notice it's not about my name. It's about what we do. Okay. So I do see people put their own name in these H tags. Okay. But what I did is, and as we go down this page and look at this page, you'll understand that everything I did on this page supports these three items. Remember, we don't care about these ones up here. These are here for customers. 
about us, contact us, you guys' class schedule. If you go to the class schedule, I'm going to just let you know you can sign up and get a calendar for all classes, including this one, so you know what where we are and what we're doing, okay? But on the class schedule, you'll see here they all are. You see here's my one for HCC and SCORE. Um, and everything you need is on this page. But at the end of the day, this is not an important page, okay? The important pages on this website are these three items, all right? I stuck my free website audit here too because I kind of thought that was a good place for it. Um, but so understand, so when I come back to the homepage, all right, my H1 is this. And then I came down through it and I, here's those three again, except they're H2s this time, but see how they're clearly delineated again, the three of them, boom, 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 right across the top. And then somebody just said, how many H1s on a page? One H1, period. Never deviate from that. One H1. All right. So, and then these went to be anything that's red is an H3. So you can see, and you see, I did it again. I stuck it here. So I have it here. 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 The only place I, I have it didn't do it was here, which was intentional. All right. And then I have normal paragraph text under each one of them. Done over with. Come to the next se the next section. You notice what I did here. I put our slogan. That's not in any type of H text tag. All right. And the reason I didn't do that is because that means nothing to nobody except the end user that takes that in that sees that. So I made it big enough that you could see, but I passed on the H tag because, but where I see like rookie mistakes is they would make that the H1. Well, there really is no keyword in that. There, you know, we make web work. None of those words are keywords, including web. Web and the are, have the same meaning to Google, okay? Um, it's one of those words that it's just like the word the, T-H-E, um, has no meaning, okay? So understand that part of it. Again, you see web hosting, domain registration, and I'm thematically carrying this down a page, I did it again. This is an H3. Remember I said everything that's a red is an H3. So that's an H3. That's an H3. You see it again. But you notice what I did. I diluted a small sales message in with it. So don't be afraid to do that. But again, overemphasis of keywords, not keyword stuffing because these make sense and I don't do it everywhere. But if you notice, I've got I've got them H3, H3, H3. I didn't even go to an H4, okay? Because there really wasn't a reason to do that. Uh, H3 here, H3 here, H3 here. This is nothing because again, and this again is what a mistake. Web designers will take what our clients say and they will make it an H tag. I didn't make it an H tag. I resized it by font size and I changed it color to match the rest of the website because I didn't want to dilute the signal to Google, all right? So these are technical signals that we're placing and we're putting out there that are telling Google what our page is about, okay? And because we're doing that, and if you don't do that right, you're not sending signals to Google to let them know what your website's about, and therefore they don't know how to rank you, 
okay? So I want you to make sure that you understand that you, those are what you have to do and you have to find your keywords. Now, what I, I've told you also is to use keyword everywhere to make sure you're picking the right keywords. I've kind of said that. If you anybody's new and you've not heard me say it, there's a plugin for Chrome that's called Keywords Everywhere. And on the Keywords Everywhere, um, and I'm going to put it in here in chat, Keywords Everywhere. And it's an add-on for Chrome. Um, and it will give you what the keyword count is on any on any given term. So you can make the best decision what these words are for your business. The more searches there are, the more that you have. So this says, can you make it a little more clearer for me and how this supports my business? Well, you're a trucking company. So you would say long haul, short haul, hazardous haul. That might be your three buckets. Okay, you need to pick things that make your business work. All right. So when you stru structure your website, that's what they should be. Um, it, maybe you have uh, 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 you you only handle open flatbed trucks. I don't know what you only do cargo containers, whatever those three or four or five competencies that your business offer as a trucking company. That's what they would be here. Okay, if you're going to just drive a truck across the country, yeah, general freight. So that would be that would be one of them. Okay, so let's say you did general freight and you did hazmat. Okay, you would have general freight in the first spot, hazmat in the second spot. All right, and those are the words that you're sending Google what you do. We are a trucking company that handles general freight. Okay, so is everybody kind of anything you give me, I can if anybody has any other questions on their particular topic, but any of the any what um, any of those words that you go to pick, that's what needs to be there in that in those in those spots on your navigation bar. It shouldn't be services. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be about us. It shouldn't be um, our come see our our I, I, I did it. I before I came here tonight, I had somebody that wants a church website. And what I'm actually going to do with that one is I'm going to go um, one up from that. So I, instead of saying, you know, churchy kind of things, I'm going to say, you know, who we are, what we do, because I don't want Google to have those signals. So I'm actually doing theirs in a different way. I only tell you that because these are the decisions you need to make. But please do not ever put a website together that says home about us services contact blog, because every person in America that does that does nothing to distill out to Google what you do. This question says, I have an IT website. I'm opening an e-commerce business model. Can I add pages to my existing website? Yes. And this is a great question on a few levels. Okay. Um, the... Um, you don't want to, okay, you don't want to have more than one website, never, ever. What I will tell you is that this vertical web is a combination of what my hosting company was and what my marketing company was. And I took the two of them and I put them together. And the reason why is together they are stronger and I only have to maintain one website. When I had to maintain two websites, I did not have the rankings that these two webs that this website has. I did not have the, I personally did not have the manpower to sit down and write two websites on a regular basis. 
Um, writing one website, it's, it's really kind of been a breath of fresh air to me because I can put up a page a day and do so very well. Um, I just put up a page that says, what's the difference between, a, and I actually stuck it way down here and I'll show you where I put it. I didn't, it's not here, it went away. Oh no, here it is. I just put a page up that said, what's the difference between a web designer and a web developer? And I actually stuck it in the footer of the website because I want to rank on web designer and web developer. So that's why it's down there. But I actually put together a whole big page that delineates the differences. And again, keeping through, keeping all the mindset of all the stuff we just talked about, right? So this one is web designer and web developer. Those are the two words. You notice there's an H1 there, um, H1 here. Actually, this is an H2 here, um, H H2 here. I actually made the entire thing into a question because those are the words and the things that Google ranks. So if I did this, do my job right, what I may end up with is Google taking what does a web designer do and put it in those questions. The people also ask questions. So when you do a search, and people type colloquial now, they do voice search, you know? So what does a web designer do? And I didn't spell that right, but it's close enough. All right. If you notice, what do web type, what do web designers do? do? What kind of skills do you need to be a web designer? Um, what does a web designer, what's a good career? All right. So there's where we kind of want to be. We want to, we want to be there. I'm also going to put up a page that said, should I hire a web designer or a web developer? I'm going to put a page up like that because that's another question people ask. I'm thinking about what do people ask to put them back. So this question says, how do I find out what buzzwords to use for your business? Um, so where this is where I was saying keywords everywhere. Uh, let me see how to do this. Let me just close out of this window and we'll open this window. Make sure it's turned on. Make sure it's turned on. Okay, so hang on. Window's coming. I know um, Taru's asking, how do you find out what buzzwords to use for your business? That's what I'm answering. That's that's what we're answering right now. Okay. So no, that's, that was a good question. It's a good question. Good. So I have Chrome. I went and got my keywords everywhere add-on, like I told you. Okay. So if I want to put in web designer, D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R, let's just do that because we're just talking about that. This thing tells me there's 368,000 searches a month for web designer. Okay. The other thing it gives me is all the variants on the side. Let me shut this thing off so it gives it to us. So let's take our trucker friend here. See how I have all the, the variants of the keywords? Freelance web designers, one. Graphics web designers, that's a salary question. Courses, web designer near me, 12,000. Web designer jobs, 9,000. Web designer software, 8,000. These are all words at some point that I'm going to want to incorporate into my website, into my web pages. Okay. Web designer near me, 12,000. That's what, that's a, that's a word in a page that I would want to rank on because that's a, that's worth it at 12,000, at 12,000 searches a month. This tool also gives you 
all the other, like you're saying buzzwords, I'm going to say keywords um, for what you need to, what you need to do. I'll, I'll get you in chemicals in just a second. I'm going to use the trucking example. How do you get that tool up here on the to appear on the right when you're doing a search? You got to It's a Google plugin. It's one of their plugins. It's called Keywords Everywhere. If you go to Keywords Everywhere, it tells you how to install it. And it's twelve. It's one cent a search. So I, for a hundred dollars, it'll last me all year. So if you go Keywords Everywhere, ba -ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba, it says install for Chrome, install for Firefox, and off you go. Okay. I mean, Everybody got that? That's, that's, that's Yeah, that's what that's all you got to do. All right. So you see, if I put in general freight trucking, there's only 590 searches a month for general freight trucking. All right. Now, what I'm going to be interested to come down and see is see if there's anything of a better search for it. And it doesn't seem to be. So let's just take off general freight. And let's go with trucking company. Now, how I got trucking company is Google put trucking companies right here for me. All right. So you see, um, you see how I did that. And now they came up and it said for trucking companies, there's 74,000 searches a month for trucking companies. So I want to make sure that I use trucking company on that trucking company website. Okay. Um, and then it gives me other ones, trucking company near me. Trucking company in the United States, trucking companies with a, an IES on the end of it. Um, it gives me a whole bunch of options here. The other thing it did, I don't know where that just came from. It gave me here. If I go in trucking, it said gave me also, people also searched. It gives me some ideas of competitors that I can go look at their websites to see what keywords they're ranking on. I understand that you're not JB Hunt. But at the end of the day, you and JB Hunt would want to rank on the same keywords. All right. So. Okay, so let's kind of come up. You guys asked a bunch of questions as I run through this. So let's kind of come back up. That's question, Sandra. All right. So it's the one that says we're in chemicals. You're going to have to give me the chemicals because, you know, the polymers one, like I have a company that does polymers and I, I, I can put them in there and know what their searches are for that and then structured the website to back it. It says, is that $12,000 for keyboards local or in the whole web? It's the whole web and it's an estimate um, based on Google. Now, whether that's a right or not estimate, um, I, I don't know that I necessarily care. Um, the number's big enough that I know that I want to rank on it. If, the, if they're saying it's 12,000, it may as well be, you know, 50,000. Um, these are just estimates. And the only one that knows the real number is Google, but just the bigger the number, the more you want to be there. Um, and that's kind of probably the best way to look at that. Let's see. The next one says is the 74 searches, thousand searches a month for a trucking company, local, national or work. Okay. So that's kind of a variation. What, when I put in truck, so let me tell you how you know what to do with this. All right. When I put in trucking company, it gives me a map, which tells me that Google, um, is looking at that as a local search, okay? 
we're going to talk about local search if I can when I as we get through this that's going to be our third pillar that we're going to touch on tonight so just understand when I put in trucking company Google said you must be looking for a local trucking company and gave you a match and saved changed the algorithm on what it what it needed to be okay so understand that that's what's happening. It's 74,000. That's probably a national national number. But at the end of the day, what I learned about that search is that it's a local search and that I need to use the local search algorithm and not the national search algorithm. Okay. All right. So you do caustic soda, citric acid, and solvents. Let's use caustic soda because citric acid is vitamin C. At least that's the way Google's going to define it. I don't think you're selling vitamin C, but that's how they're going to define that. Okay, so what is caustic soda? Let's see. So there's 135,000 searches a month for caustic soda. So that's actually a good term for you to use. Um, where to get it, what to do with it, how do you use it. There's a local aspect to it because it, it has them. People must look for it near them. Um, but yeah, it's 134. So I would start with that and then use your keywords down the side. What is it used for? And then come down to your long tail search. And I would do that on each and every aspect of your, of your website. If you do solvents, I would put an antecedent to the left of it. Um, paint solvents, what kind of solvents that, that needs to have that. Okay, this next one says, I'm in a very saturated market. What would be done with words that I look for? Vegan soap maker, bathroom bombs, candles, gender reveals. All right, so that's all over the place. Oh, you do have a saturated market, but you need to come up with what's the high level. Okay, and I guess in what, you're, what, you're, what your high level is, is um, all natural organic uh specialty gifts is really what you're telling me um so i would actually start higher and then bust that down through it and then where you start going into bridal showers and bridal gifts and gender reveals those are event types that you support so that's in a second secondary tree that's not in the same tree as soap making bathroom bombs and candles all right so you actually have two arms of your business one is your products but one is then the what people can do with those products beyond the obvious of take a bath or um something along those lines all right let's see what the next one says does language matter when using yes language matters um what's interesting is in texas um i can put drawing a blank with the Mexican word for with the Spanish word for abogado or what for a lawyer if I put that here in, in South Texas what happens is um, Google knows that we're close enough to Mexico and it will return different type results than if I went to Des Moines Iowa but yes language does matter when you're using search terms very much so we're building a prayer ministry. Where do I put the home without us and services on the website, if not on the top? Well, you may end up with two different um, categories, two different tiers, or you're about uh, where I'm saying home about us and services. It might say home uh, about us. And then our services are um, 
we whatever your missions are your prayer missions or your prayer ministry what 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 services do you offer what is their actual names i'm saying don't run a line across the top that has those four items on it because what that is is a signal to google is that this website has no focus whatsoever because they do like every other person that doesn't know what they're doing and put home about us services on the top instead of a keyword rich I mean, what what services do you offer? Homebound ministry, as opposed to um, services. So I don't know what services you specifically offer, but we need to break that out a little bit. I have a nonprofit organization that focuses on. Hold it! Don't let's move, move the screen. I have a nonprofit. I need help. They're going faster than I can read. I have a nonprofit organization that focuses. I'll be happy to have read them. You've just been doing it so. Yeah, well. I know. they're they're going way faster than I can get to them all. That's all. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's on this one says I've been told I have to hold on. I have a nonprofit organization that focuses on providing resources to women and marginalized members of the community. Okay. All right. Who do you go with? You're just by yourself. So I don't know. I don't know where you where that that comes from. Um, this next one says I've been told that by having too many portals, that coverage into one company helps. Huh? What? She's been told. Carlos has been told that having many portals that converge onto one, converge into one company, helps to pres the presence in several geographic areas. And the top, I've been told that having many portals that converge into one company helps the presence in several geographic areas at the top. I have no idea what that says. I'm not getting a context. Yeah. Restate that, Carlos, in a in a more clear yeah. Why don't you yeah? Why don't you give us a little more detail? Because that one's that's not quite. Um, so does events outreach and volunteer? Yes, that works much better. So events outreach and vol volunteer works much better than services. Okay, and then it says. How do you know that you're using national versus local results? When I put a search in, the second a map comes out, that tells me it's local, period, end of story. Okay, that map is your signal that you're dealing with local. If there's no map, you're not dealing local, you're dealing national. Okay, so let's see. We got a few more down here under the Q&A. Wait, see what when I you're doing a search, how do you change it so that you're looking national versus local? You don't you don't change it. You, Google decides. They decide what to do? They decide whether you're looking local or not. So like taking this caustic soda example, okay, I would have thought caustic soda was like, no, apparently I can go to buy it in a Walmart. So what they did is they said, you can buy this in Walmart. So therefore, somebody looking for caustic soda must be looking to go buy it somewhere local. So if you have the, the locator turned on on your phone, then Google is going to tend to give you what's happening close to you, right? And if you don't have the locator turned on on your phone, it's just going to assume you're searching uh, nationally. Yeah. It's going to give you where it thinks you are. If hmm. they went through in 2013 and defined every word in the English language by what they think that word means and what you're searching for. And my best example of, that I've ever come up with is the word painter. Okay, so if I say to you, Sandra, what is a painter? And you've heard me give this example before. What is a painter? What is it? 
I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. The paint. Oh, a painter is, is someone who paints houses, or it could be someone who does art. Uh, right. So ninety percent of you will tell me it's somebody that paints houses. So when I put a painter in, immediately they show a map of somebody that presents uh, that does a painter. Okay. The thing is that if you look over here, people also look for a clip art studio and art ranging art clubs, and that a painter may not necessarily be somebody that paints a house, but they're assuming with about 90% certainty that the second you put in painter, you're looking for somebody to come paint your house. All right. And that's, that's where you're up, what you're up against. You may not mean that, but, and then we had Corel draw get in the middle of this because they had a paint program and that they had it. Um, they had the word trademark. So they always have to show this next before they start doing all the other things that are involved. Okay, but they always assume that a painter is a guy that paints a house and not an artist, not this guy. You can see it, you know. So just know that words have meanings and however they define it, it's their world. We just live in it. Okay, so um, this says, let me answer some of these other ones here on the bottom. Um, you see Carlos is trying again there. Yeah, okay, but hold on, Carl, I got five more down here that they came in a little bit earlier. Okay. So let's kind of go down here. They're all, they've got half in question and answer and half in chat. So hang on a minute. Okay. All right. So what about a company that does garage doors and opening stall replacement and repair? I would, I would break that into garage doors, uh, a good garage door replacement and repair. And then I would have garage door accessories or something like that, that you do the, um, that you're you're doing uh, the openers and like supporting pulleys, chains, supporting materials. But I would break that into if I were you. Is it better to hyperlocalize your pages to focus on a specific geography? Yes, if that website is so. If you're a car mechanic, the answer is yes. If you're a web hosting company, the answer is no. Um, so it, it just depends on what your business is on whether how hyperlocal you go. If you're a plumber. You should you should be hyper local, okay? Because most people are not going to hire a plumber that has to drive forty five minutes across town. Um, how do you know if you're using? I just answered that. Abrogado is lawyer in Spanish. Thank you for the Spanish translation. So this one says, so you know what? I can't see because I don't have my right glasses on. Hang on, I actually had to get computer glasses so I could see. Um, so on my website, I have a contact us gallery services. If the services tab at the top of my website, it's like subcategories drop down underneath it, like kitchen remodels. All right. So the thing is for this Selena, the problem is, is that I would, I, everybody does kitchen remodels, bathroom remodels, home building, right? So the thing is that if you put services and put them together, you're not focused by putting it as kitchen and, and it should be, um, you got to look and see whether they want to use the rest of the word restoration or renovation. So you've got kitchen remodels and renovation. You might have bathroom remodels and renovation and then home building. I would put all three at the tippy top and not fold it under service. Um, it may not hurt your rankings, but it may not help your rankings. Okay. Um, you need to make sure that you do that and put that right. Okay, I also suggested not uh, 
I have two websites. I have a professional service business to sell clothes, not related, and I work around fish. Oh, I have to. What is the professional services would be my question, Monique, because if it's uh, writing paper, um, writing pages, um, I would say put it together. But if it's not writing pages, um, I had somebody walk in and say, I'm a freelance writer and I'm a wedding designer. OK, those are two different. Those are so different. You can't put them together. Um, so uh, that I think it all kind of depends. All right, so this one says, I'm a destination specialist for Hawaii and Alaska. What keywords do you expect besides travel? Uh, honeymoons in Hawaii, uh, graduation trips to Alaska, uh, cruise, all types of, you know, I, you, I might do it in two tiers. One is destinations by cities. One is events that people go on vacation, honeymoons, graduations, family reunions, uh, just a getaway, girlfriends weekends, all those type of things. Um, let's see. I want to focus business on a startup consultant. Okay, words, what I use. Okay, so this is a good person question from Kevin Fields, and what it says is this. Okay, I want to focus a business startup consulting in uh, startup cons consulting in Houston. What are the keywords? Well, are we consulting about the brake pads? Are we consulting about what are we consulting about? Because that's the word that's missing in that sentence. I don't even know what the keywords would be because you're just saying you want to, you may be an engineer consultant. You might be a legal consultant. You may be a business coach. I have no idea what you do. And that's the, often the problem that I see is that the main word of what you do is left out because you know what you do, but you forgot to tell everybody else. So we need more to go on then. I want to be a startup consulting in Houston. All right, let's see. Gas stations, spring, gas stations, Umbel, gas stations of Cyprus. Okay, but they're all on the same company in the end, just portals that rank into. All right, now see, I, okay, I understand what you're saying. No, I would not do that. I understand what you're saying. I would not do that anymore. I would do, we're gas stations. We have locations in Humble. I'd have an Humble page. I'd have a Spring page. I'd have a Cypress page. I'd have a Tomball page. I would not have a page that was gasstationsofcypress.com, gasstationsofspring.com. Um, that's really against Google guidelines now. And if they catch you, um, they could just ban the entire shooting match. So I, I would not really go down that road. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, keywords trending analysis tool relevant to an e-commerce platform like Amazon. Um, yes and no. Amazon has its own statistics, but this it could be used as a guideline. So, um, yeah, that could be used as it, it could be used as a guideline. Okay, so Kevin's back, and Kevin says I want to focus on business startup legal consulting. Very good. So now what we can do is how to incorporate a business. So you can do, if you're startup, a legal startup count consulting, it may be um, incorporation documents. It may be um, trademarks and trade names. It may be owner documents. You can break them all down underneath. You can say business uh, legal consulting if you wanted, and then break down the services underneath it. But I wouldn't call it services. 
I would stick on the top level and talk about what you do, if that makes sense. Okay. Let's see. So services is just too common. Is that correct? Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I see it done on bigger websites and I, and I mean, yeah, you can do it, but the thing is, I want you to win. Okay. So if I put services and you put stuff underneath it, that's a little less powerful than if you just stick the services and silo it at the top. Right. So that's a, that gives these folks a better chance to compete against somebody that's stronger because they went the extra mile and set their navigation up that way, which is that's, that's why my website's doing as well as it is because I stuck it smack at the top the way I did. So it gave me, it just went shrimp and ran right to the top. So, okay, let's see. So Monique's back. She says she does consulting. I don't know what kind of consulting. Project management, cyber and training. Okay, so what's the book about? I mean, is it a romance novel or is it about consulting, project management, cyber or training? That would be my question. So we'll see what that answer comes back on. All right, let's see. <laughs> so see, somebody's wanting to start. They, see, this is good. Networking is best. You're all getting involved with each other here now. Okay. And this says, I'm a business planner and a financial consultant. While I am good, I'm still learning amazing stuff here. Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you're learning. That's awesome. Okay, so. Uh, let's go back to, we kind of got off on a to local tirade and I really was not there yet, but um, let's come back to local here. Okay, so when I start to come down here, I've now picked my words. I've, I've now done everything. I've used my H1, H2, H3s. I've made bulleted lists within my pages. I've made uh, a top 10 uh, a, de a delineation here because these are this is also a bulleted list. Um, I put all my technical elements into my page. The one thing that I didn't tell you to do, and I didn't do it on this one, so we're going to have to go back to the home page because I still have to fix this page. If you notice, I also went through and took other keywords and pointed them into the website as well. So if you look at the SEO services, it should go, oh, no, I went, it went to a page it can't find, so I'm going to have to go fix that one. So I have an error right here, broken link right here. Okay, so I'm going to have to fix that. Okay, um, but I went through and I actually highlighted keywords and linked them into the website and linked them to pages within the website. That's also an important thing. Now, I used to, when I used to originally teach this, I would show, um, I would, I would do it and we would say do it five times per page and we would give a formula. Unfortunately, it's not really formulaic, formulaic anymore. Um, so you're going to have to kind of use your judgment. If you look to SEO services or going to the SEO services page, I believe, I hope. Yep. Okay. And if you look, these have some of the similar attributes of the stuff that we just talked about, local, national, you know, everything is done in um, H1s, H2s, all the way through so that this so that this flows through with Google, okay? Um, so I need you to make sure that when you set your page up that you're using keywords throughout it, 
that you're, you have gone through, you're using anchor text. And last but not least, the biggest mistake I see that everybody makes is this one. It's my most favorite mistake because I just have to shake my head at it. So when you come at this, a very, very I'm supposed top, to be seeing um, the, the search. Oh, you're not on the same. I don't have the right window. I'm done, right. done, done. Sorry about that. I'm glad you said that. I don't have the right window. Okay, so here's my most favorite mistake. This right here is a title tag. And forevermore, when I have a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing, they have the word home there because it's the home page. Okay, what you need to do is you need to put an actual title tag. So like mine, expert SEO services, Houston web designer agency, Houston SEO web hosting. Okay. I have that in there. It's a perfect title tag for what you do. Notice I didn't say the words vertical web. Okay. And the reason I didn't say that is because this is a, this is for Google's benefit. So when they list me in their search ranking listings, this is what they're using to find it. And if you look at what I put here, everything I do is supported down this page. Okay. So all these words that are in these H1, H2, H3 tags, I got them in a sentence that sort of makes sense up here in a title tag. Okay. And any of these pages that you look at have similar attributes. It's, not, it's kind of far away on our screen. All right. Well, I can't, that part, I can't figure out uh, how to fix that. So let me show you where Can that. Can you read it out loud so we know what it says? I, I did. Hold on. It says Houston Web Design. Oh, this one says Houston Web Design, best web designer company, Houston Web Development. Okay. So they're just, they're just what they need to say on whatever. So you can put your title tag here. Okay. Or you can come down if you're using a tool, you can actually put the title tag here. Okay. In the, How do you make the title tag? What? How do you make the title tag? You have to type it. Well, I think she's asking as how do you make it? Um, are you asking where do I, how do I make it or where do I put it or how do I create it? Because those are three different things. I'm showing where do you put it? That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. That's what we're, that's what this is. That's what this page is. So I will go here and I can either pull it from up here on the top and I put it up here on the top and let's kind of go to one of the web design page. I have to find it first. Yeah, okay. Right, the, and the person that says homepage should be named for the primary function is what we do. Yes, the answer is yes, always yes. Okay, so you see what it is. You, you should be able to see that now, right? Houston Web Design Company, best website. You can see that matches what's up here in that window. You see that? And should it always include your location, like she's asking? I put it here on this one because, yeah, but the, the thing is, it depends, okay? I put it on Houston because I want to rank on Web Design Houston. If I wanted to rank on Web Design Lancaster, Pennsylvania, I might put that. Or if I wanted to go for the whole enchilada and go for Web Design National, I might not put any location on it. So you have to kind of decide what you want to do. I decided to structure this in a way that, they will pick out web design, web design company on its own. So I tucked the Houston on the front of it so that we made sure that I, I, I picked up the local Houston market because we actually have people all over the country. 
So if you see, and then you see it's here, you see it's here again, Houston, it's, it's in this tool. If I wanted to edit it here, see, I can put it here and type it in here as well. And the other thing you, I did is I also made the URL match the search term. So it's Web Design Houston. So I'm doing all these things to put this together so that they understand what, to, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Okay, so we've got more questions rolling in here. This one says, now that you're going to make me laugh because I remember a horrible experience I went through when I had my old website. Let's say I paid a lot of money a long time to have a website built. I will tell you when the guy finishes the site, the site looked like it was from the 1990s. Yeah, see, that's the problem. It's 1990s call and they want that. I see that happen quite a bit. Um, bad, bad, bad web designers that don't really know what they're doing. Okay, so this one says, if you have two different locations as a general craft contractor, how, uh, how should I have two general locations? I'm doing different city, confused, hyper-local. No, okay, so this one here, look at All right, so this one here, you see it right here. We have it for New Mexico. We service Albuquerque, La Cruz, blah, 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 blah. Then I've got it here. So I, I did it that way. And then if you come down, I actually have them all here on the footer. And then we actually have a locations page that actually lays them out and puts them out there. So... I'm okay to put five locations on one website as long as I bring them and put them underneath what I need to do. Okay. So this is an example of a company that does two things. They do roofing and they do some facility stuff. So we did, instead of doing roof repairs, roof maintenance, blah, 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 we actually truncated it to roof services and facility services. We had to based on their business model. Okay. So just so you you understand, but yeah, I, I localize these pages here. Um, and even up here, you can see it. When you look at the title tag on this, it says commercial roofing contractors, residential roofing repair services for Albuquerque, Los Cruces, Carlsbad, and Santa Fe. And we left off, actually, we left off Santa Fe because this thing is struggling between Santa Fe, New Mexico, Santa Fe, Texas, and Santa Fe, California. It, it, for some reason, I, I guess Google doesn't understand this, the, the, the state of New Mexico because we're, we're finding a lot of, lot of crossovers in that. Um, and we, this one actually had El Paso. So you're saying, well, we had two different states. Um, we had, we actually had El Paso at one point too. They just stopped doing El Paso. So um, that came off and we actually changed it and that added the New Mexico's up there trying to help it understand that it was not Santa Fe, California or Santa Fe, Texas. Um, so um, that's another, that's another, another way to go about that. Okay. So that's that. Let's see. Am I gotten everybody on um somebody asked how much i charge uh that that's a call me tomorrow and we'll talk about it um and then it says how often should you be resigning or updating your website all right this is a great question okay um it, it really is a good a really really good question and i and i am kind of kicking myself a little bit um on a few things because even i make mistakes so 
I had my old marketing agency's website um, and I never really made pages on changes on the pages. Um, and they would rank, let's say anywhere between the first page and the third page on some really high end terms. And what I found is by redoing those pages into this website and bringing them up to modern day standards, that page ranked much better. So I'm not advocating running around and changing ranking pages because I wouldn't necessarily have done that. But I also think that pages that are struggling on the second page, if I can go in and re-up re it, re-modify -modif it and make it better, I need to. The other thing I see a lot of discussion about, and I, I kind of have been weighing this out in my head, is blog posts that um, sometimes you have a blog post that's out there that has, uh, that if I could refresh the page, it would make the page stronger. And I'm gonna say you can kind of do some of those things. I wouldn't go and do whole site web redesigns on a regular basis. Um, and I would make sure that you stay current in your design and how things are done and, and stuff along those lines. I definitely would, would say that for sure. But I, I wouldn't run around. I wouldn't not do it. I used to say, if it doesn't, if it ranks, don't touch it. But I'm, I'm you know, this kind of has changed my perspective a little bit because in some cases I took the exact same text and put it on this website and it ranked higher. Now there's some other reasons for that, but I'm just thinking the freshness factor on it, it, it helped up this um, and it helped move it along. So I thought that was a good thing. All right. So then, and so I think that sort of answers that. And I think that becomes a case by case basis, um, on when, why, how, and what you should do and what the changes. I mean, if you have a page that was number one and it falls to number 20, then by all means, we need to go look at that page and get that page fixed. So understand that part of it too. Um, let me see. I want to just mark some of these done because we have so many of them. Um, the insurance agency, you have property and casualty and life and health. And under for life and health, it should be, you know, home, auto, uh, any of your fire products. And under life and health, you should have life, um, mostly life insurance type products and then any health insurance products you have. I've, I've always divided web um insurance agencies that way if they have both sets of lines if they only did pnc then i would do uh auto and then fire so just un I, i'd have to look at your uh situation to the person that says that monique you were saying i would make two websites out of spiritual matters and then cyber training because there's no earth that those two things coexist on so that would be the exception to the rule of having two websites all right, let's see. Sandra, how am I doing on these questions? I think you're doing great. It's hard to jump in your handling so well. Um, well, they're coming at me so darn fast. We're, um, we, we have 20 minutes to go, so. Oh, and I don't know if I even got so, I don't, uh, all right, well, let's get the rest of these questions answered and see where we are on time. Okay. All right. I'm curious about some of the, I'm waiting for the answers to hear the answers myself. They're good questions. 
on which ones? What ones are you waiting to hear that I missed? Because I'm thinking I got a bulk of them. Hold on a second, let me find it again. All right, so um, the blog content question is another one. Um, I, I think that you have to at least try to do something once a week or once every other week. The freshness factor seems to be a big deal. And again, um, the old company website that I had, it started to sink because I didn't update it from July to the day I closed it down at the beginning of um, January. And I think that freshness factor or lack thereof started to really kill the website. And I think anybody that's um, committed to having a successful website, it's just something that you have to do. Um, I do it every month. I make sure I have a new calendar uh, for everybody. And then every month I make sure that I have a new, I use this class. This class gets posted with a page. It gets podcast. So I have multiple different things going on on this website on a regular basis. And, and the more I do it, the higher our ranking goes. So I'm, I'm going to tell you that I think that you need to do it on, a, on, a, on as much of a regular basis as you possibly can. Um, from that, that standpoint, um, somebody else, please talk, oh, go ahead. The WhatsApp, the question about WhatsApp app, she asked it in the chat and now she's asked it in the Q and A. Um, it's about getting recommendations from, from, um, the next door app, excuse me, um, and about getting recommendations from another app onto your website. So I think that's one question regarding that, but it's also about other questions regarding getting, uh, stuff that's happening on your other like social media on your website as well. So can you address that larger question and the smaller one? Yeah. So Repuso uh, is the answer, which is what I'm using to pull this R-E-P-U-S-O. And I think next door is on there as well. You notice I have it only scraping Google. Um, that kind of was on purpose. Um, but uh, it's an app, it'll do a widget just like this. So it's Repuso, R-E-P-U-S-O. Yes, Sandra? R-E-P what? R-E-P-U-S-O, Repuso. It's cheap. So you can get bird eye. There's a couple different things you can get. I went to them because they're cheap. Okay, so they do a great job and they're inexpensive. So, so that's- you can tell from looking at that, where they're coming from as well. So correct, or is it just from one source? No, it gives a whole bunch of different options. Um, I killed off the ones I purposely killed off and only went with Google on mine. All right. But you can pull Facebook, you can pull, you can pull whatever you want. Okay. So I, and I think next door is on the list. I've never really kind of looked at it from that standpoint, but I think it's on the list. All right. So when you pull from them, you're pulling all of them, not just some of them. Is that right? No, I can pull, I can block out the ones I don't want. So the ones that had a brand in them that were old, I actually told them don't display them. So anybody that mentioned the old company's name, I didn't display. Does that make sense? That was on purpose. Everybody, it was all a five-star review. Anybody can go to Google and look at it, but I didn't want it on this website. I didn't want those two associated. So what I did was I, I didn't display the ones that had the old company website on it. 
because I thought that would be brand confusion and that was a bad thing. So I did that. Okay. So your bigger question is a more interesting question. So let's go to ACT. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you that I don't advocate doing this anymore. It's kind of why I didn't do it, but I'll tell you why. So I have had my Twitter feed running here on this website for years. The problem is it hurts core vitals now because it's dependent on what um, it's dependent on what mood Twitter's in and it may slow down my core vitals. So can I do it with a plugin and pull like feeds in and pull my Facebook page in and pull my posts in? Yes, absolutely. It can be done. I don't recommend doing it anymore because the, the, the penalty, and I'll show you, this site is not optimized. I did not do any optimization to this website at all. Not for core vitals, let me just say that. So there's no optimization on this at all. So watch this. All right, so it's going to take it a while because of how bad it is. So hold on a minute. We need Jeopardy music. Anybody have Jeopardy music they can play in the meantime? <laughs> no, I, I'd sing, but it'd be so far off key, it wouldn't work. Okay. The Jeopardy song takes 30 seconds. So why do you see how bad it is? Look how bad it is. It's a 16. It's a 16. Because, I mean, you, it's, because you just had Twitter there. Or you had multiple like I've got multiple things. So you see, I have the, the pull in on the side here. That's the social plugin. I've got that. It's got to make that query. I've got the I've got the thing over here from I've got the Twitter feed over here. I, I, I've not optim. I've got this gigantic Google map that hurts. Um, I, you know, I, and I got this YouTube video that's not optimized. So I'm pulling in all these things from all these places. And because I'm pulling them in, you see how bad that got. It got so bad, it's not even funny. So that means you shouldn't gather up all the, the input from all your different social media on your website anymore. I don't. I, I, I would not. I, I, I would put the links to them. I, I didn't do it this way. Again, it's an interesting thing because I did this with a modern eye. Now, this I built back in two, 2015. You see the social media icons are here. They're there, but they're not pulling, counting. It doesn't say how many people voted for because that slows the site down. And I, I, I'd rather, I'd rather, and it's an amalgamation, but look at these numbers, 17 seconds to load the site. Uh, 5,000 on the blocking time because it's got to pull from all these third parties all over the place. Um, you, you can't, you cannot, you can't, you just can't do it anymore. So I would say if you must do it, that's one thing, but you're not going to find me advocating doing it anymore. I used to think it was great to pull it through. Uh, I'm going to be I'm one right now. And in fact, frankly, that Rapuzo feed, I had to do some work on to even get it to not slow it down too much. Uh, if I look at what's uh, what's wrong with slowing down right this second, 
on this, this website. The Rapuzo feed is a problem. The live chat is a problem. Okay. And this Google map is a problem. If I took those two things, those three things off, um, this thing would go, this thing would move way up. But I made intentional decisions. But I'll tell you, if it gets to the point where this map is making that much of a problem, it's coming off. Because if I get penalized for a slow website because of this map, it's out of there. Because this map is pulling directly off Google the way it is now. That's, see, it's a live map. It's not just a picture of a map. But if that starts making a problem, it's out of here. If Rapuzo starts making a problem, I'm going to end up getting rid of it too. But for right now, it seems to be okay. I have no choice on the live chat. I have to keep it. Because we have too many people that come through and use it as an instant messenger window to ask me questions. So they know that I usually see that when it comes through, that Charlie or I see it. So people use that as a way to just come talk to us all day long. So that would be my opinion. So uh, you just Carlos have to make- ask, it a, ask a question right about that. Um, is there a way to keep those social media updates to happen only at midnight per se? No, because it's got to pull it every single time. That's a live, it's, it's a live scraper. So no, I mean, I guess you could write a custom script to do it that way. That's a whole lot of extra effort for no reason. You know, that's, that's, that's the way I look at it. It's not worth, it's, it's not worth putting a Twitter feed anymore on a page. Um, anything that I want to say on Twitter is now on this blog anyway. Um, if you, if, huh? I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, if, if you look, I've got the blog plugged to the homepage. By the way, these, the, uh, the play buttons for the, um, for the podcast are also making a little bit of trouble, but it just is what it is. I can't get rid of them. But yeah, so I mean, you, it's just you have to make determinations of what it's worth. And I'm okay in the 60s with everything that I've going on and I have everything that I'm pulling here. So, right. and then pulling it from third parties. Okay, so this one says, I have employed a web design service that built my website and currently host it. The company adds additional services for the price of a blog, social media, uh, networking, SEO. How would vertical web perform an audit or an adjust other things, a company, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, it says effort, increase the traffic to the website without hosting it. Um, well, a couple different pieces on that. We probably need to have that um, offline. Uh, but but the, end, the end result is that if you want to host it somewhere else, I mean, we always we always allow that and we don't ever say you must do this. But what I will tell you is I have a website right now that the website is failing so miserably. They can't move it. There's a lot of political reasons we can't move it. But that website, that website is off by about 2000 visits a month simply because the hosting platform is so poor. They know it. We've made a decision not to move it. Um, I can't fix somebody else's web hosting. And that's partly why I have my own. Um, so can I make an audit? Can I make recommendations? Yes. Can you host it elsewhere? Yes. But the more things that you, you make more, the more variables the make you make sometimes the worse off it gets. So just kind of put that in your thought as you, as you, as you ask those questions, because you really need everything to work together to have the best possible situation. 
And I will tell you that the website that I'm referring to, we started when we started with them, they had 500 users a month. They now have 12,500. We probably should be over 16,000 if I could figure out how to fix the hosting component of that website. Um, but like I said, I got a political problem on that and I can't move it. Um, so, all right, let's see. All right, Sandra, what did I miss? Huh? Did you see the question about the map from Charlotte? What, but what if you are a business that needs a map on the doctor's office? So what's the difference between having a map that works on Google or a map that just shows somebody the directions? That's a well, there is, the reason I did it that way is because of the value of pulling it from Google. It's a signal to Google. But if they're going to penalize me for their map speed and it come, becomes a problem between map speed and a penalty and having an image, I'd rather take the and go with the image. So there's those are decisions that you have to make based on the um, based on what the circumstances are that you're looking at. Everybody's circumstances are different. Um, I'm going to give you an analogy. And if any of you have children, you'll understand this a little bit. But websites are like children that they're all children. There's all a base set of things that you can do. But based on their personality, you have to deal with them differently. Okay. And websites are the same. I can come here and say, you know, blah, blah, blah about something. But at the end of the day, always when I come back, you have to look at your individual circumstances and see. And we just had this with Monique that she's telling me that she's a cybersecurity expert and she's a buy, buy something person and a minister. And um, the, the thing is at the end of the day, um, she, she needs to have two websites, even though I just said don't have two websites. So this is why I want to make sure that you kind of get that there is some, some neutrality to this, but there's also a lot of customization to this. Um, okay, so oh, are backlinks outdated? No, backlinks are probably the most important thing you can do, but I would not come into a rookie class and start talking about backlinks because it's also the best way uh, to shoot yourself in the head if you don't know what you're doing. So, or shoot yourself in the foot or whatever other body part you want to name. So I don't really know that I want to, I want to get involved with links, but links are uber, uber important. So there's that. Okay. Five minute warning. What else we got? All right. How can we block all negative bot track of everything, excluding Google and other search engine crawlers? Well, you could get a better security the uh, plugin for sure. I would, I, I've never been in favor of blocking things because I never know when Google's going to try to change their name. Um, and I, 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 I mean, if it's, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a hacker, your software should block it, but it's, I don't know. I'm not really big into blocking people. I worry about blocking people. I, I, I don't like to block things because if I block the wrong thing, I kill the whole website. Um, I'm going to say don't block things. Put up with the bot traffic. It shouldn't show up in your analytics anyway because Google knows it's bot traffic and they kill it off. All right. This says one more time. Can you kindly show where to find the metric for site rankings in terms of traffic? And what site it is you use for that? Oh, it's SEMrush. 
I think that's that's the best way. It's either Google Analytics for your own site, but if you're doing re research on somebody else's site or just trying to get a general overall footprint, it's SEMrush. I think that's what you're asking me. I'm skipping over your question. Would this really benefit me for starting my own trucking business? I told you, yes. You need to have a website. I don't care if you're trucking, hairstyle, pizza making, you need to have a website. So let, let me, let me uh, help. Maybe this will help her further. Okay. Um, there's complex websites like this where you're really working on search engine optimization. And then there's other people who start a website on some of those other places that you've talked about where they're already referring people to it. And it's kind of a digital, you know, portfolio. So, um, no, we don't. Sandra does not help anybody. If she does Squarespace or you know, no, which better to do nothing than waste their time. Don't do anything because they're not gonna. They're not gonna find you anyway. You yeah, know so that. You've heard me say it enough times. Yes, I know. So what we're I'm trying to help her understand is everybody needs a website uh, these days because if you don't have a website, people will think you don't have a valid business. Right. I mean, there's two different kinds of websites. The kind that Beth teaches about is the kind where people are gonna find you when they're searching on Google. Now, other people create websites using some of these other simpler places to set up websites, and it works for a while for them because no, they-, they It doesn't work at all. It doesn't, I want you to understand it doesn't work. It doesn't work for a while. It doesn't work at all. The only thing it is, is I can put an address on a business card. That's it. Yeah, that, so just so we, I don't want them to think, oh, I can go get Squarespace and I'm going to go be on Google. You're not going to be on Google with a Squarespace website. Not happening. Does that make sense? Yeah. Somebody's talking about a hobby. People think you have a hobby rather than a real business. If, if you're too simple with your website. Yeah. I mean, you have to look real. You have to look like a, a real company. And the thing is, if you go get one of those cookie cutter websites, that's fine. Go get one. But just know the only reason you're doing it is because you're putting it on a business card. That's what that's so when you hand it to somebody, they can go look and see what your phone number is. That's it. You know, there's there's a lot of limitations with that. And I mean, I, I, I'd rather tell somebody that than let them think that they could go put a website up on one of those platforms and then get anywhere with it. Well, let me, um, let me wrap this up by saying, you know, for those of you who come to some of our other Center for Entrepreneurship events, this digital, the marketing clinic every month is very different than the others. We're okay if you pop in for a while and you leave, we're not, you know, checking how much time you're here. There's not a presentation slide deck. You know, this is very much a Q&A kind of thing where you can learn from what other people are asking, but it also overwhelms some people who are brand new at all of this. Um, because it's so different than other type of um, workshops, seminars, webinars that are off, offered through SCORE and even from our Center for Entrepreneurship. So that's why we call it a clinic. It's really about Q&A, asking and learning, pop in for as much of it as you can handle, you know, pop out, stay for the whole thing, that kind of thing. So this is very different. And so you're welcome to come back, even though you're new at all of this, and to listen to more. Um, if it interests you, but there are lots of different skill levels of people that come into our, um, our digital marketing clinic, and it's a great way to pop in and learn. And I think it's really nice to do it in the evening as well, because you can learn and get serious and listen a lot for some parts of it, and then realize that a part of it doesn't apply to you for others. So 
that's what our clinic is all about. All right, Sandra, you opened the can of worms with one minute left. Shopify is bad. Wix is bad. Weebly's bad. Squarespace is bad. All right, all of those platforms are not designed to rank on Google. That is in my opinion. I now have to disclaim that because I can't really go into a whole big talk about why they're an issue, okay? But those, all these things, there's not one versus the other. The true answer for every person in this room is WordPress. It's free, it's portable, and you're not beholden to them. Yeah, Wix doesn't even have an 800 number. So that's, that's a, they don't even have a number. Forget about an 800 number because most people don't need that anymore. Um, but, you know, I have an 800 number. I don't even put it on my website. I, I, I'm not paying for the pleasure of people to call me. Um, you, your cell phones are free now. Um, but with that, with that said, these are, these are, there's, I mean, maybe we have to at some point consider this year to do a, what is a platform builder? Why are they bad? Why do you want to use WordPress? You know, we've done that before, right? We did a whole class on why we, we don't want to use these websites. So, I mean, we can, we can kind of do that again if we need to, but, um, yeah, I mean, there, there, you can't, those are just the platform websites do not get you where you want to be. So if you want traffic, remember I started by saying this is an extension, this is another employee, this is a free way to, to service your business if you do it right, okay? And by listing all these things, if you're not, you're not going to do all of that, then you're going to kind of, um, uh, you're kind of, kind of have a lot of problems and it's going to make, like, to make big trouble. So, I'm just, you know, again, that's my opinion. So just so we're all clear, that's an opinion. Um, but I think if you went and researched it, you would find there's a lot of empirical data that backs up that opinion. Okay. So just so you understand that. Um, yeah. So. Well, um, thank you for all of this. Um, again, thank you all for joining us. These clinics are very different. You're welcome to join us each month, the last Wednesday of the month. I did put in again. <laughs> I like that last comment. I did put in again the Mattress Mac School of Selling Information. It's now this one is is, is also a very different model, but it's really amazing. And um, it is login, and we pay attention to how long you're there. We want you to show up and participate. And we uh, teach about the the mattress Jim Mackendale's sales um, approach, and um, it's very popular with proposed startup and existing entrepreneurs. So we welcome you to. Um, sign up for that and we'll see you next Tuesday. If you do, you can go take one more or all six of them and everyone who completes all six of them gets a certificate of completion from HCC. But even more importantly, it just ups your skills in sales. So um, we hope that you'll join us for that um, and make sure that you're there for the right amount of time. Otherwise, you won't get credit for being there. It's a different kind of thing than this. And um, yes, Beth is very direct. <laughs> And she's opinionated and you're learning from someone who's been doing this for a long time. So if you want, um, you know, optimization and be, to be found with your website, that's what this is all about. And you can come uh, off and on for years, pop in whenever you want here. So I think that's it for now. Um, thank you all for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll see you next month. And if not, the month after that. Uh, and we'll see you at other events um, related to HCC and Beth. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you, everyone. All right. Good night. Good night.